up, man? Episode 27. And we're live. Episode 27, NFL Conference Championship Preview Show. Yes. This is what this uh, episode is titled. Today is 122-2024. If you're listening to this, it is 123-2024. Back up to normal upload schedule for this yep. week. Uh, so we'll have this episode up tomorrow morning, like I said. So if you're listening, we do appreciate y'all stopping by. If you haven't tuned in yet to the previous 26, we actually did a live last Friday. It's actually up on all major uh, streaming platforms. It went up yesterday. Um, I believe it was, Hess, right? Yeah. It went up yesterday, so check it out. Episode 26, was, it was our first live, on, and we did it on Facebook. Um, so let us know what y'all thought about that. Um, it was just like we're talking right now, me and Hess. And, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Had a little bit of interaction, so we appreciate y'all stopping by. If we do that again, we'll try to announce it a little bit better because we had mm-hmm. some of our viewers uh, reach out, let us know they didn't know he's going live. So definitely want to get them in there um, on the podcast. But if this is your first time tuning in, on the other side of the mic, we have Mr. Hess, Tyler Hess, brother from another mother. That is so hard to say sometimes. And brother then, from another mother. Brother from another mother. Uh, and then myself, Tyler Castle, uh, what we do here on Tyler's Talking Sports, talk about sports. sports. We talk sports, baby. Um, all the good stuff, anything nitty gritty, we gonna talk about it. Uh, but I appreciate y'all stopping by. Um, Hess, anything to add to that? You want to give a go ahead and start on our sponsors? Well, buddy, I like that intro. It's really good, really captivating. Hope it got mm. the people going. Hope they're ready for it this Tuesday. It gets morning. the people going. That's what we want. Uh, first sponsor I'm gonna shout out here is Isaiah One Seventeen House. If you don't know, you gotta listen to any of the episodes. Ooh. But if this is your first one. Let me tell you what Isaiah 117 House is. It is it provides physical and emotional support for children awaiting foster care placement. So in other words, there's kids that are going through foster care and most places they go through it and they have to spend the night at the county jail. They got to spend just nights in really just bad situations where they don't have their own bed. Sometimes they're sleeping in floors. Uh, I have a friend that works with foster care and there's times that they just got to sleep on like a couch. It's in an office of some uh, caseworker. And it's just not a good situation. So Isaiah 117 House provides... A full-on bedroom, full bed, TV, gaming systems, PlayStations, Xboxes, full meal, home-cooked meal, and just a, a time during this transition period for these kids to where they had a normal life and it's not so emotionally draining and phys- physically de- demanding on them. So it's an incredible nonprofit organization. Look them up. They're on Facebook, Isaiah 117 House, and they're also on, they have a website, www.isaiah117house.com. You can donate to them. They'll take any kind of donations. They also uh, have uh, merchandise, uh, car stickers, T-shirts, hoodies, hats. Really nice if you're a golfer. they got really nice Titleist hats. All proceeds go straight to the Isaiah 117 house. So, yeah, an incredible, incredible organization. I have to get my hands on one of those hats. I have to get me a hat. We was just talking about golf a minute yeah. ago. Uh, but, yeah, great organization. Uh, Hess and I are actually going to make a donation to them. Uh, we lost a bet with one of our viewers. Um, he he got us a cooler. Shout out to Joe Lewis. Um, we'll have to get that cooler off of him. But uh, I'm going to go over our next sponsor here. Um, also, too, if you haven't heard this one before, you haven't listened. So this is Next Level Fitness Club out of Lebanon, Virginia at 1806 East Main Street, Lebanon, Virginia, 24266. Our 24-7 gym facility, 24-7 Tannen, uh, certified personal trainers. They also have classes ongoing right now, Monday through Thursday, 530 to 6 or 530 to 630, depending on your uh, fitness level. Um, so definitely check that out. Look at that. I think it's only running right now for $89. Um, that's going through January. 
Um, so definitely take advantage of this deal. A lot of people have. It's, a, it's an amazing class. We have an awesome instructor. Um, so definitely check that out. Um, but if you're just looking for, you know, you want to get in the gym and you haven't ever started, um, you know, reach out to our personal trainers. They'll get you going too. They got some good deals going on right now as well. Um, and then also too, if you're feeling a little blue and a little cold with all this cold weather coming through, we got tan beds. Uh, so hit them up. They got 24 seven tanning. Um, you can follow them on Facebook at next level fitness club, uh, or Instagram at next level fitness club. And then that you can also to check out their website at www.nextlevelfitnessclub276.com. Love it. And we got one more here. It's a really good friend of mine and Krista's, uh, Tyler's actually met uh, Abby and Andrew as well, but Abby just started a photography business and she just wants us to try to help her get it going, get, get some feet underneath it, get it off the ground. And she's doing a lot of good work from stuff she's posted on our Facebook, but it's Abby Martin photography. And right now she is doing many sessions. They will be, a, they're available on Saturday, January 27th. They're $65. And if you are interested, please find her Abby Martin photography, Facebook page and message her. If you're interested, I know there's not a lot of women out here that listen to this. So guys, Maybe this hey, is something you tell, tell you ladies. Tell you ladies, or maybe this is something you want to surprise your woman with for Valentine's Day. Hey, I want to get some Valentine's Day photos for the wife. She likes photography, pictures of the family. Get it out of the mm. way, then you don't have to worry about it the rest of the nice. day. Nice. So nice. Hit, up, hit up Abby. She's really does really good work. Uh, she's an incredible person. Hit her up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've I met him a couple times. Nice folks for sure. Uh, but I want to get into our streaming schedule for this week. Um, again, we're going to upload, um, like I said, this will be uploaded Tuesday. Um, Hess and I are actually going to give you all some more dedicated time this week. We're going to upload again on uh, Thursday, so Thursday morning. Be on the lookout for the next episode. It's going to go more into depth um, on all sports, you know, everything going on. This episode, again, is going to go more into the NFL uh, Conference Championship, but just a recap of what happened over the weekend just to give our thoughts on what, what we see happening with AFC and NFC Championships coming up. Um, and then i got some good news for you all, some big news. We're doing a live. Oh, buddy. We're doing a live doing on a live. Sunday. Woo. This Sunday <sighs> uh, looks to be trending. Hess, do you want to uh, check our votes right now? I haven't checked it. it. I haven't checked in a couple of hours. But right now, or, or at least earlier, um, it looked to be trending toward the AFC matchup, uh, which is the yeah, Ravens. Total. Go ahead. Which is the Ravens versus the Chiefs. Yep. And the other matchup is the Lions versus the 49ers in the NFC Championship. And right now we have a total of 28 votes. Wow. By the way, guys, this vote will be open all week, all the way up until Sunday we'll, or we'll Saturday. Keep, we'll, we'll keep sharing it, too. Yeah. Make, and y'all please share it. Um, get yeah, as many get votes as you can. But right now we have 28 total votes and a total of 71% of the vote, which is 20 votes, are to mm. the Ravens versus Chiefs. And the other ones are toward the 49ers and Lions. I think, I think our uh, viewers picked it because they know we hate both teams. Um, yep, probably. So we we paid it on both these teams. I was telling Hess, I was really hoping y'all would pick the 49ers and Lions. Um, that way I could at least cheer for the Lions. Um, but hey, you know, we're going to do the Ravens and Chiefs, and we're going to talk smack the entire time, probably. Yep. yep. Uh, but that game's at 3 o'clock, right? 3 15? Uh, no. Maybe. You might be right. Hold on. Let me check. Yeah, that. I think it's 3. I think that's a 3 o'clock game. I think they got first game, which I'm surprised. Yeah, they do have the first game, but I don't know if that's the right time. Let me check. I don't know. I saw 3 o'clock. I'm curious. Might about be right. Maybe uh, I think I think they're doing some weird stuff with like coverage. Uh, oh, let me see. Do 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 playoffs. 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 You seen that commercial with the playoffs? Yeah. This game is yep three o'clock on CBS. Three o'clock on CBS. So Hess Sunday. and I'll be live. So y'all go to church, get you get you love for God in, and then you got some love for football, baby, and you can yep. come join us. 
Um, uh, I'll be at Hess's house. We'll be in his basement, basement broadcasting, uh, <laughs> doing another live. So, um, yeah, looking forward to looking forward to Sunday. It's going to be a good one. Yep, absolutely. I'm, I am looking forward to it as well. We'll see. Uh, I don't know what's on the menu yet. I'll have to talk to the wife. Oh, see what she's saying about fixing. Uh, that chili's hard to beat. I know. I know. We'll see what she's doing. Weather's going to be kind of warm, so we might do something yeah. a little more. My, my tailgate. We're going to tailgate. I'll do some tailgate food. Tailgate food foods. We'll yeah. see. No, we're going to tailgate outside. Oh, you want to do this whole thing outside? Pot outside, baby. Pot outside. I like it. I hope it's pouring rain. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the weather is in Baltimore is the weather we're going to do the podcast in. I don't know about y'all, but uh, I stepped outside today and it was 40 degrees, and I thought I could have went out in shorts and a t-shirt. Absolutely. And it felt so Abs- good. So, absolutely. Uh, I'll take 40 and 50 any day of the week. So. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm excited. I am absolutely excited about live. I love doing them. They do take a lot yeah. out of us. You wouldn't think they, they would, but they do. Uh, but we do love all the feedback and all the comments just, are fun. I, lo- I love having everybody in it. And uh, again, guys, when we do the live, be sure to share. We want everybody. I want your grandma in there. I want your grand. I want your grandpa. I want your uncle. I want your sisters. I want everybody coming in. <laughs> I want them to say, "Hey, you guys need to get off my Facebook and tired of watching. I'm trying to watch the game." Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I we're gonna it. take. We're gonna take over the screen. That's right. Um, yeah, our number to beat on this guys is uh, twenty. I think twenty three or twenty four. I think it's a, I think we hit twenty four last one. Yep. Um, so that's going to be the number we're going to try to beat on this one. Um, also, two guys before we get into our, our takes here, um, we're we actually have a twenty twenty five goal. If you've listened before, you know what this goal is. Uh, but we're trying to reach five hundred followers on Facebook. We're at three forty eight, I believe it is. Uh, so I'll we're give you up to date. One hundred and fifty two off, I think. Okay, fine. I think it's 348. We are at 349. Oh, we gained one. Let's go. We gained one since this morning. And 150 likes. Nice. 349. So, guys, we're getting close. We're close. We're we're going to get that 400 here soon. Let's go. Absolutely appreciate it, though, guys. Everybody shared it, invited (laughs) their family and friends. Appreciate it so much. Yeah, we're going to try to hit that 500, guys. So, make sure you keep sharing it, liking it. Um, commenting on it, anything. I mean, any type of uh, movement on it helps us out, and it actually helps the algorithm. So, um, yeah, just just keep it up. Another thing, guys, somewhere on our Spotify, I've really not looked at it, and I haven't looked at it because, quite frankly, we don't really care, but there is somewhere on there. I think you all can uh, send us a donation. If you do send us a donation, it goes directly toward the podcast and goes toward us uh, getting it out there, advertising us, and getting just more followers toward the page. It doesn't go into our pockets and it, by any means. It's straight to the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, man. I think that's, uh, that's all we got to introduce us. You ready to do? Uh, yeah. Ready to start the show off? Ready to get it going? Let's, let's, let's get her going. Episode 27. Episode 27. All yes, right. you, got any, you got any hot takes for I, for tonight's episode? I do. I, do. I got a hot take. I, I bounced mm, back I'll, and forth. Mm. I had two, and then I made them into one. Oh, I like it. I got three tonight. Oh, oh. Three. All right. I need you to answer. I need you to help me with mine, though. Okay. All right. I need you to name me the top five quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Top five right now. Yep. Your opinion. Your opinion. I don't even care if it's stupid opinion. I just need your opinion. Okay. Lamar Jackson. Okay. Brock Purdy. No no particular order. No particular. No. Just five. CJ Stroud. Mmm. You know what? I'm gonna throw this guy here because he played really good this year. Baker Mayfield, Patrick Mahomes. As I said, that's your top five. Sure, I want to put Josh Allen on there, but they didn't win. Interested, interested. I didn't, I didn't put Golf on there either, or T Law. No, T Law had a bad year. Or Joe Burrow. 
Joe Burrow is injured all year. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not basing I'm not basing it off this year. Oh, just in general. oh yes. I thought you meant five no. this year. No, like this I'm season. just saying top five, hundred oh. percent healthy, ball it out. Who's the top five quarterbacks? Well, I probably I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave that. All right. Well, mine, no particular order: Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Not a fan of Lamar Jackson. I think he's a running back, but he's starting to prove me a little wrong. He's had a good season. Got him at four, and then I'm going to put like. C.J. Stroud, Jared Goff. Yeah, 5-6. Yeah, 5-6. You going to leave Brock I, Purdy off that list? I'm not a – Brock Purdy, I think, is – Hey, dude, I mean, we could up, we could even do up and coming, like Jordan Love. Jordan Love yeah. looked good this year. He came on strong the last six or seven games. Joe Flacco. Yeah, Joe Flacco, definitely. <laughs> no. I don't know I, that, there's – there's, I mean, there's, there's like clear, okay. like good, and then it goes like medium and then terrible. All right, I look at it this way. Patrick Mahomes, I hate to say it, He's tier one. Sure. Yeah. Okay, break it up and, in tiers. And I think Patrick Mahomes is – this is going to lead into my hot take. I think Patrick Mahomes is needs to be in the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady category as far as talking about quarterbacks. God. He's, he's proven it. He's winning. He's got he's got more wins at this point in his career in the playoffs than Tom Brady. He's the yep. all-time leading uh, touchdown first passer. Road, first road win yesterday. Yep. First, he's 13-1 and, uh, 13 and one his entire career in the playoffs. He's never not played, never not. Sorry about the double negative there. He has, ever since his rookie year, he has played an AFC title game. Yeah. He's never been out before the AFC title. So he's either been in the Super Bowl or made it to the title. 3-0 and against Josh Allen. 3-0 against Josh Allen. That's where I'm going to stop. Josh Allen, elite, mm. elite talent. Very. Elite. I would say Josh Allen is the most talented quarterback in the NFL. But Josh Allen is not an elite quarterback. Because elite quarterbacks find a way to win. Find a way to win. And every time and he every time he has his moment, he cannot <sighs> capture that moment. And that's what made Tom Brady so good. That's what's made Mahomes good. That's what made Peyton Manning so good. That's what I'll be honest, right now, Dak Prescott and Josh Allen are the oh. same quarterback. Hmm. That's and that's tough. I don't but like that. I'm, I'm, look, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm a huge Josh Allen. I, I get it. That's why this is my hot take. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm gonna come in on this. The, the interceptions, his turnovers, I get it. It happens, and That's I know it. another thing you're gonna say: who's he had to throw to? Other than Stephon Diggs, you're right. He had really other than Gabe Davis was decent. Kincaid this Kincaid, year. Kincaid, but Kincaid's a rookie. You're right. But Peyton Manning, granted his Colts seasons, he did. He luck. made he made the players, but so, that's. That's what Mahomes is doing. But you can't say that these – hey, speaking of – a lot of people are like, well, people drop passes. He put them on the money. They he dropped did. His, Mahomes, his whole receiving core dropped passes this year. And look at it. Pa- yeah, but Tom, not, not not in a playoff game. I Tom, mean, he hit digs. He hit digs on a 50-yard right, route. Right. Dead on the money. I'm just saying, I'm not taking anything away from Josh Allen. I'm, I'm 100% a Josh Allen fan. I'd, I'd buy his jersey today if I had the money to do it. But they're just stupid, stupid expensive. Guys, guys send us a donation. <laughs> right. I'm saying right now, at this point, I'm not saying Josh Allen's not going to win a Super Bowl. I think he does. I'm telling you, Josh Allen is not an elite quarterback, and we need to take him out of that category. We need to stop every year saying, it's Mahomes, Allen, Burrow. Mahomes, Allen. I'll put Burrow ahead of him because Burrow mm-hmm. got to the – he used his moment. He took his moment. He beat Mahomes in Kansas City, went to the Super Bowl, almost won a Super Bowl. True. Cincinnati had – Cincinnati hadn't been there in years. I get where you're, I get where you're coming from, but Josh Allen will get a Super Bowl. I, I don't. I'm not saying he won't. He'll be. He'll be Aaron Rodgers. I mean, because you could even you could even say Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's only got one Super Bowl. 
but we just... we talk about Aaron Rodgers as Tom Brady. But but the, but the talent, it's the talent thing. That's but the thing I'm, with Josh Allen. I'm just saying, single-handedly, if Josh Allen would embrace his moment the last three times they played the Chiefs in the playoffs, you're probably looking at three Super Bowls. Yeah, not, they get not, past the Chiefs, yeah. We're not talking about Mahomes being the greatest quarterback of all time. We're talking about Josh Allen. But for whatever reason, I don't care if it's the Chiefs. I don't care who he's playing. I don't believe Josh Allen could take the moment that's there and grab it. But – Here's here's where my hot take becomes two hot takes. I think right now, I think last night, the Buffalo Bills, they lost that game. They turned the hot water off in the showers for the Kansas City Chiefs. They had no hot water. Being real petty. Being petty. I hope at that very moment the owner did something. I hope he called Sean McDermott and said, you're fired and I'm hiring Bill Belichick. Because you bring Bill Belichick to Buffalo, keep him in the same conference that he has dominated up until these last two years, you give him Josh Allen, and that defense, I Mm. think Sean McDermott is holding back Josh Allen. Wow, what a statement there. And it's been rumored. That (laughs) That would be nice. There's a rumor that there's a team out there that has a head coaching spot. They have not fired their coach. That they are interviewing Bill Belichick secretly. And I think it's the Bills. I like that. Man, that would be nice. I'd love it for Josh Allen. I'm dying to see this guy get a ring. I really am. I I mean, I was cheering for him against my Steelers. I mean, I I love Josh Allen. Here's another thing. No, thanks. I'm glad you brought that up. Josh Allen against the Steelers. How did he do? Play great. No turnovers. He was wonderful. Great game. No no turnovers against Chiefs. But he he was great in the playoffs this year. It was a great game. But when they lose – it's always Josh Allen didn't grab his moment, and he threw sixteen passes yesterday. I, I mean, I know we got this on our list coming up here in a minute on the recap and stuff, and I got some you know stuff on Josh Allen that I think he should have done a little bit different. We might be having a different conversation right now. Um, third down, yeah, that third down play. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I think it was second. It was second down, second cool. down. It was a. It was a. I ain't going to go into it right now, but you know, we might, you know, there's there there was opportunities. Sure, he missed. But very few, and, and Mahomes kind of same. I mean, he played same caliber all the way through. So at the end of the day, I mean, it is what it is. It goes, it goes on the kicker because he missed his kick. I mean, he set him up down there to make all the right. kick. I'm he say let it drive down. The kicker didn't do his job, make a kick, and I'm he had a tie this. game. I'm gonna say this, and then okay. I'm gonna be honest. What would have happened? Mahomes gonna march it downfield. They gonna kick field goal. They gonna win anyway because that's what that's what Chiefs gonna do. I'm gonna say this, and you can go back to your hot takes. Okay, Josh, Josh Allen, right now is no better than Mason Rudolph. That's garbage. That is so garbage. You put Mason Rudolph on that I get bills, where you're coming from because bills. he can't get he can't get out of the playoffs. I get where you're coming from. But it's other not than the last him. Other like, than the I don't I don't care. I don't care if it's not just him. That's my point. It's not just Tom Brady. It was not just Peyton Manning. But Peyton Manning made Julius Thomas. True. Tied in. He signed an $80 million deal after he had Peyton Manning. Never did a dang thing. Didn't catch nothing. Eric right. Decker signed a $90 million deal with the Jets. Never did nothing. Julian right. Edelman never did anything outside of Tom Brady. I get he, what you're saying. Elite quarterbacks make elite players all the way around. And they grab that moment. And everything. They grab that moment. Tom Brady, I hated the man. I could not stand him when he was with the Patriots. Well, nobody could other than Patriots fans. Shout out to Caleb. He um, grabbed that moment by the balls every time. Well, and he well, took, look what he did with Tampa Bay. 
Yeah. He goes down to Tampa Bay, wins Super Bowl. They proved him wrong. He was motivated because yeah. everybody's like, oh, I can't do it without Belichick. No, nope. he did it. He did there it. And he didn't have nothing down there either. He had but, Evans. That's it. But he had Chris Godwin. Oh, yeah. Chris Godwin was there. Yeah, so, and yeah. he had a better run game than Baker. That's yeah. why I got to think people need to stop slamming Baker because he's doing just about as good as Tom Brady did down there with less. Baker looked good other than interceptions, but he looked yeah. good. Yeah. But that's my hot take. I just wanted to throw that out because I knew that would ruffle you up a little bit, but I also. It wanted, does. But it wasn't, but it wasn't like, I'm again, Josh Allen fan. Love the dude. He's going to win a Great Super story. Bowl. But I'm he's going to get one. Right now, he's no better than Dak Prescott. Oh, God. He's Cheers. better than Dak. Anyway, all right. My hot take. Yep. Uh, this was kind of rumored. It's been a lot of rumors, uh, speculation on these players. Um, Jason Kelsey announced retirement. He said he's officially retiring. Um, I think Travis Kelsey will retire as well. Um, and my hot take on that is I can see them utilizing their podcast, New Heights, uh, once the season ends and probably doing a show like Peyton and Eli. Something like that is kind of what I, I think that we're going to see from Jason and, and Travis. Did you look at our Facebook page? I, I did. I mean, I saw the uh, the rumor of Travis retiring. I was wondering. Why? That's exactly what we said. Well, yeah, I'm just saying that's a hot take. I yeah, mean, I don't no, know if I that's mean, 100% true or not. I mean, it's, um, it's just rumored. It's just rumored. It's rumored. But, I, 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 okay, the only way I see this happening is if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Nope. Travis will continue to I, play football if the Chiefs do not win the Super Bowl. I think Travis Kelsey, if they don't win the Super Bowl, he says he's retiring, then comes back, joins the Beals and Josh Allen, they win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Also thought, too, maybe Jason comes out of retirement and then him and Travis play football together on the same team. That would be cool. I can't have that. I like Jason. I like I, lo- Jason. I loved him taking off his shirt, <laughs> slinging it, like just having a good time. He took, he took he took some uh, girls in the stands that wanted to meet Taylor Swift and just took them up there. He was, like, I mean, just, he's he was just hang, a man of the people. He was hanging out with the Bills Mafia before the game, just yeah. pounding yeah, just beers talk, with them. Yeah, yeah, just a cool guy, man. A lot cooler than his brother. Um, I agree. But yeah, that's my first hot take. I, I think that we could see that maybe next year if he cool. does end up retiring. I, I think like we'll that. see like another show, maybe maybe even like a Pat McAfee style show. I could um, see uh, Peacock taking over that. NBC needs yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So Travis and Jason probably leaning towards that. Probably a nice little deal. Um, and yeah, I, I, I see two more brothers going that route. Yeah, I can see that. Second hot take. You mentioned him a minute ago, uh, Baker Mayfield. I was going to say Baker Mayfield is that guy. Um, I think I think the Bucks will be competitive with Baker at the helm um, of the of the Bucks of the Bucks uh, of the Bucks organization. Uh, rumors are going out there right now um, that they're planning on re-signing them for next year, um, and right now they're looking around thirty six point three million. Um, so he's uh, going to get paid because his contract this year was four million plus bonuses. He got heard, bonuses, obviously. I heard too today that there's some teams that are willing to offer up to forty five to fifty five million for Baker next year. Well, there's definitely going to be some competition, I, I, but I do think the Bucks lock him in. I really do. I think he stays there. They're, they're, they're going to build that team around him. He's, he's going to be franchised uh, in Tampa Bay. He's 28, which I didn't realize he's already 28. Um, so it's time to, to lock in on that team and get it going. I, I, I'd like to see Baker do well down there. Um, he put up career highs this year in passing touchdowns. He had 28 uh, passing yards. He had 4,044 um, and a completion percentage of 64.3%. Uh, so, yeah. Mayfield going to get paid this year. Damn, Carolina let that go. He was on their Carol- practice. Carol- Carolina's let a lot go. I mean, yeah. Shroud. Um, yeah, Baker Mayfield. I mean, they've they McCaffrey, DJ Moore, McCaffrey. Um, yeah, they've they they've they've learned how to screw an organization. <laughs> right. um, 
And I seriously do not think the Panthers can come back. That could be another freaking hot take. Um, the new lines. Yeah. yeah, right now, yeah, they are. Them and the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's my second hot take. My last hot take, uh, you're going to like this one. Uh, Cowboys will be hot garbage in 2025 uh, next year. <laughs> so just wanted to throw that out there, all you Cowboy <laughs> listeners. Uh, hot garbage. You, you re-signed your coach, dumb. Uh, you're, you're the huge rumor going around right now. Dak Prescott's going to get a hefty contract, which I will bust if he does. Um, if you, if I'm just going to be honest, if you keep that, you're going to keep getting the same results. Yeah, I agree. Plain and simple. Yep. Uh, I've said it for years. Dak Prescott is not the guy uh, for Dallas. They and they need to get rid of Jerry Jones, get him out of the organization, um, or just tell him to shut up. Um, that's why they couldn't get Bill Belichick in there because him and Jerry probably butt heads left and right. So. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, let the guys play. Do I think Dak's a good quarterback? Possibly, if he's in the right system. Um, but but it's not worked out the Cowboys. He's great. He's Tony Romo 2.0. Uh, he make it to the playoffs, and then from there, he's crap. So. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That's my third hot take, man. It's no different than Josh Allen. <laughs> I'm about to drive up to your house, Go I ahead. swear. You say that again. All right. That's our hot takes for this episode, guys. I hope y'all enjoyed those. Uh, be sure to comment on our hot takes. Messages. I love it. Y'all do do that, but messages. Tell us do what do. you think. Yeah, do do. Y'all do that. Y'all message. You tell us how stupid we sound or when oh, we yeah. make mistakes. So keep it up. We love that. But got some news, though. We're, like I said, this is not Castle said at the beginning. This is our NFL Conference Championship preview show. So we're not really going to talk about all these other sports. We're not going to talk about college basketball. We're not going to talk about college football. We're just going to hit you with some headlines. And right now, there was breaking news out of MLB. The Pirates have finally found their closer. Uh, Aroldis Chapman signs a one-year deal with them. Uh, that's big for the Pirates. That would be good for a good little place for Chapman to be. Uh, I can see that as trade bait the deadline, be, especially if he pitches good. Uh, Sam, big news for the 49ers. Uh, Samuel, uh, Debo Samuel. Debo. Does not have a fractured shoulder, so he's still kind of like a game time decision. But the last time he had this injury, he did miss two games, so mm. we'll see there. Uh, let's see, Cubs icon Ryan Sandberg has been diagnosed with cancer. I saw that. And uh, Josh Allen, so you're speaking of him, a lot of people said this is it. The window is now closed. He says he still has faith in the Bills organization that he believes their window for a Super Bowl title is still open. Yeah. That's some of the headlines that I got. Do you have any other headlines out there? Yeah, uh, Sports Illustrated, just going to throw that out there. Uh, They laid off most of their staff this past week. Uh, They've been around for 70 years. The first cover of Sports Illustrated was August 16th, 1954. Who was on it? Some dude. (laughs) Quarterback, maybe. I don't know. It wasn't Sports Illustrated... uh, Bikini edition, I'll tell you that. The first issue of Sports Illustrated showed Milwaukee Brave star, oh. Eddie, Eddie Matthews. Eddie Matthews, okay. Wow. Yeah, baseball. All right, at, I thought it was football. At bat against the New York Giants catcher, West West Rum, in Milwaukee County Stadium with umpire Augie Dantelli behind the plate on June hmm. 9th, 1954 game. That was your first cover. Hmm. But I guess it didn't publish until August 16th. Right, that was just a picture that was on the cover. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah 70, 70 years ago. I mean, I had Sports Illustrated. I had I had Sports Illustrated from probably my freshman year. I remember. Year. I remember. You got, got you had the prescri- uh, subscription. Yeah, my, my favorite. You got them in monthly. My favorite cover of all time that I remember. That the I summer had, one. 
<laughs> no. Don't lie to the viewers. No, it was actually uh, Michael Phelps was on the cover when he won mm-hmm. seven golds at in Beijing. Where he's like coming up and he's got the glasses yes. on. That yeah. One? yeah. He's, got, he's got all the medals around him on the thing. It was my favorite cover because I loved that Olympics and Michael Phelps was I that remember, guy. I'd go up to your house all the time. You had every single one of them. They were so good. They were like the best. So, yeah. I, my I, favorite is Tiger Woods. I had a good Tiger Woods cover. I like their uh, college football uh, ones they did every. And Aaron Judge and um, just recently, I mean, a couple years back, Aaron Judge and Stan when they when Stan signed, they had that one. I like that a lot. I got them somewhere. I got all those somewhere. I don't know. I think they're mom and dad's. It's might be worth something one day. Hang on to them. Yeah, I have. Even though the company just laid off, you know, most of their employees, whoever was a union, they have ninety days. They have ninety days. My other favorite cover that I remember again, I had they were tons. Like they was, I think one of them had the Dale Earnhardt on the front of it. That was a cool one. Uh, was uh, Abbey State when they beat Michigan? It had the picture of them blocking oh, wow. the field goal. Really? Yeah, that was one. Two thousand seven, two thousand nine, two thousand seven, two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah, good times. Uh, moving on to the next uh, sports update here and in sports world of news, uh, amateur Nick Dunlap, twenty years old, wins the American Express PGA Championship. Uh, he's the first amateur to win on PGA Tour since 1991. Um, he did end up shooting 29 under. He had a round of 60 yep. on Saturday. Insane. Round three. Uh, my boy JT, who I picked, if you listen to the last one, I almost had it. Um, he tied, finished for third. Um, so he shot 27 under. Great round out of him. Uh, JT's going to win another major this year. It's coming. You know what's what's uh, interesting about JT there? What's that? Where did he go to college? Uh, wasn't it? Alabama. Texas, Georgia? No. Okay, Alabama. Yep. And somewhere down south. Dunlap is now currently a sophomore at the University of Alabama. So Alabama, really? not only a football school, they're a golf school. They're putting out golfers. Apparently so. Uh, Apparently he went to Bama. Yep. Uh, the, uh, JT Jordan, Spieth went to, went, Jordan Spieth went to Texas, right? Yes, Jordan Spieth. I was going to say Jordan Spieth. That's what I was thinking Texas, of. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. Bubba Watson uh, and uh, Bubba Watson went to Georgia. Bubba, okay. All right, yep. I knew I, I knew it was somewhere down there. There's um, another one that another one of those guys that I can't remember went to Texas or Arkansas. One of them went to Texas or Arkansas. One of those guys that all hang out together. Oh, yeah. Scotty Scheffler went to Texas. Yeah, Scotty Scheffler. Yep. Yeah, Scheffler went to Texas. I should have known that. We, we watched the um, the Netflix the Netflix special. I, I hadn't watched it in like a year, but um, I should remember that. That's going to yeah. come back out again too. It is. Yeah. Um, Full Swing. That's the full name swing. of that. Yep. Full but, Swing. If if you want to get a Netflix series on golf, if you like golf, Full Swing's very good. Um, those guys living living the dream. Oh yeah, it's really good. Except for Brooks, uh, he can. You know. <laughs> what a douche. Speed uh, <laughs> so let's just be honest. I mean, everybody, everybody that watched that and I've talked to is like, dude, Brooks is such a douche. I was like, yeah. I mean, it's pretty pretty evident. Um, yeah, I like Brooks. Though. I like watching him play, but golly, he is he is a he's a different breed. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of golf, uh, Tiger Woods could be wearing TaylorMade next year. Uh, the next time he is on the course, uh, the rumor is the apparel line might be called Sunday Red, naturally, uh, with TaylorMade. So we might see uh, Tiger the next time he steps out. Uh, I don't think it'll be – it shouldn't be this month. It'll probably be February, if I had to guess, when he plays again. Um, I think, uh, yeah, Thursday we have the Farmers Open starting. Or Wednesday, sorry, Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. Farmer, Farmers Open. Yep. So we do have that, but uh, he's not playing. Um Sorry, I was yeah. looking up some stuff on Nick Dunlap just to try to find uh, I'm, I'm going to give our viewers, since it is on Wednesday and they'll be listening this Tuesday, uh, Xander Shoffley. I think uh, that might be your hot hot guy. So if you want to throw some money, I think it's plus 1,000 right now on him, uh, or plus 800, something like that. Um, him or Colin Morikawa. Morikawa's been playing really well, good, I'm too. Morikawa. So that's, I'm probably going to throw 20 on red, 20 on blues, what the saying is. So 
Um, yeah, something like that. So we'll see what happens. Uh, this was a Tory Pines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love Tory Pines. A great golf course. Let me look at that real fast. Let me look and see who's in that one real fast. Give you somebody I would think to look at since I got the column uh, earlier. Burn, so. I think Burns is in that one. Um, Ooh, Stuart Sink. Shoffley. Um, some, uh, Max Homa is in that one. Max Homa would be another good one to watch. Um, Colin Morikawa. can't remember who all is in that lineup. But it's, a, it's, a, it's some good ones in there. A lot less than what I was hoping for, honestly. Right, though. right. That is interesting. I like it. I love Toy Pines. It's a great course. Just to watch. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, uh, I'm pumped. Man, I don't know. You're right. There's not many big names in that one. I go Xander, Shoffley. I still will probably. Xander's a good one. Uh, mm-hmm. Keegan Bradley. Mm, sleeper Ke- pick. Yeah, Keegan Bradley. That'd be a good. That'd be a good sleeper. That'd be one to throw a little bit of change on. And uh, you know what? Give me Tony Finau. Finau's God. He's killing me. I want him to get one. Yeah, give me Give me Tony Finau. I think he'll finish. I'm not saying he's going to win, but I think he finishes top top ten. Top ten. Top ten. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah, I think you're and truthfully, like Colin Morikawa should be top three. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Where is Colin? I didn't see his name on there. What time's he T? Do you know? Noon, maybe. Colin Morikawa. I love Colin Morikawa. He does. He is playing. I do know that. I'm just, uh, and then there's a ton of names. I'm just scrolling through them real fast, so I'm not saying you. Yeah, there he is. You can tease off at twelve, twelve. Twelve, twelve. Yeah. Him and uh, Carson Young and Hayden Buckley. Hmm. And Stephen. There's Yeager. some. There's some on there. It's like plus twenty five thousand, plus forty thousand. So. Hey, I mean, if you pick that amateur, I don't know if you can bet on amateur. You can't. Um, you can bet open can. qualifier. Yeah. Yeah, he just don't get paid <clears throat> off of it. But um, yeah. You know what? No. I, I, would, I, I wonder what the betting odds were on him. I, I bet know. it was way up there. Way Forget, up there. I'm going. I know who I'm picking. I know who you need to throw your money on. Let's hear. Will Zalataris. Zalataris. Oh, Z- Zalataris. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But uh, He's back to good. back to Nick Dunlap just real quick. He. Uh, was a 2023 U.S. Amateur Champion. He's the 61st ranked Northeast Amateur. He is ranked 123rd in the North and South. Uh, he's a Ping All-American second team uh, for golf in 2023. He's the Ping Southeast All-District uh, golfer. He is the SEC Golfer of the Week for two weeks in September and Na- October. Naturally. <laughs> he's on the All-SEC First Team Golf. He's on the SEC All-Freshman Team in 2023. He's also the SEC Academic Honor Roll in 2023. And he was the Freshman of the Week from February 22nd to March 22nd at Alabama. And he has won two tournaments for the University of Alabama. Wow. Uh, and he has, he qualified for the 20... Prior to yesterday, his biggest accomplishment was qualifying for the 2023 U.S. Open. Uh, prior to that, though, he is ranked as the number one junior golfer in the class. He was ranked as the number one junior golfer in the class of 2022. So he was the number one recruit in golf. He's good. According to Golf Week. And he was named the 2021 American Junior Golf Association Boys Golfer of the Year. His birthday is December 23rd, 2003. He's the son of Jim and Charlene Dumlap, and he's majoring in finance. He's going to need that because he's winning money. Yeah, he's going to be making bank. He ain't gonna be. He gonna be doing no finance. He gonna be playing golf. And he uh, was homeschooled. He did not go to high school. He's homeschooled. Dude, dude shot a sixty. My you know, God, that's why it was so good. He just went to the golf course every day and did his homework. He was homeschooled. I think. I think that tied the course record. I think a sixty yeah. was the lowest. You imagine being that good now? You go back to school and you just want a major PGA Tour event, and you're going back. Didn't get, didn't get paid a dime. But I mean, you imagine the. Going I'm back, just saying. Yeah. Set, yeah. Set a class this morning. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, PGA champion behind you. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, for, good crazy. for a homeschool kid. Absolutely. All right, man. That all the news you got in all the sports? That's all I got, man. All right. NFL divisional round recap. First game, Ravens-Texans. What would you think about it? Yeah, Ravens win 34-10. Uh, it was tied 10-10 at half. Uh, it's a good game uh, up until halftime. Then after that, it just kind of fell apart. Uh, Ravens took over in the second half, scoring 24 unanswered. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I'm going to run some stats for you real quick. 16 for 22, 152 yards in the air and two touchdowns. Sounds pretty good, right? He also had 11 carries per 100 yards and, and two touchdowns. That's where that's where he becomes that elite quarterback, um, in my opinion. C.J. Stroud, not his best game. Uh, 19 for 33 for 175 yards. But it wasn't Stroud's fault in this game, in my opinion. Um, I think you got to give a lot of credit to the Ravens' defense. Mm-hmm. Um, they held single, Devin Singletary uh, to only 22 yards um, on nine carries. Held the Texans to a total of 213 total yards. Uh, Baltimore did not allow Houston to record a single first down after its first drive in the second half. I thought that was a pretty wild stat. Uh, Big thing that hurt hurt the Texans, too, uh, was penalties. They had 11 penalties uh, versus the Ravens only had three, um, and they couldn't run the ball, like I said. Um, Texans, great season. Hats off. C.J. Stroud's the real deal. Uh, Texans will be back. I think think you're going to see the Texans back in the playoffs again. Um, Got a great QB. You know, I got him projected to do very well in the NFL. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think I'll stand by that and say Texans will be back next year. I agree. Uh, Domingo Ryan, CJ Stroud, uh, that team, uh, Devin Singletary, the defense they got. Their I defense mean, a lot better than I've realized. Yeah. I mean, and Will Anderson's just going to get better. He's, he could be a Ray Lewis type linebacker for them. Uh, Texans will be back. It was great. Nothing to knock about that season. They weren't supposed to be here. This wasn't yeah. projected. Nobody thought this. No, uh, no, absolutely not. On the flip side of it. I mean, Lamar did what Lamar does, but. Again, I'm not going to say him praise him because I, I never have. Uh, he's decent. Uh, <laughs> he's got good. He's got good receivers. Zay Flowers has made him into a better quarterback. Uh, Mark they had and, a good game when Mark Andrews is out there. Lamar's even that much better. Yeah, uh, I'm just. I still think he's just a glorified running back that can throw a football decently. But not to not to knock how good that game was for him. He actually played really well. Uh, but on the other side of the ball, that Baltimore Ravens defense might be one of the best defenses I've ever seen in the NFL. And I think they going. I think I know we're going to talk about it, but the Chiefs are going to have their hands full with that defense. That defense is very complex. They're very good at changing their assignments right at the last minute. And I think that's what yep. CJ Stroud struggled with because he hadn't seen Agreed. a defense. Yep, he yep. hadn't seen a defense like that because they were waiting to that very last moment and then they changed their whole coverage up and then it was kind of like oh man what happened or their blitz package uh they look good but before it's looked really really good second half before we go on though to the next game that we're gonna talk about there is some breaking news out of the nfl the titans are nearly nearing a deal with office coordinator brian callahan the chief the, the Bengals mm. office coordinator to be their new head coach wow so, that that's interesting. That's big for Will Levis. That's big for that offense because we see what the Cincinnati's done with that what offense. What he's done, yeah, yeah with Burrow so. and whoever's came in and took that position. Yeah, Jake so, Brownham. Yeah, Jake Brownham. Yeah, so that's that's pretty um, big. Yeah, that's that's pretty big for Texas. Big, big or, loss for uh, the Titans. Big loss for the Bengals there. That is that's huge. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah, on to Ravens, the next game. Man. Man. Wow, yeah, Ravens look like uh, oof. look like Ray Lewis days on that defense. It did. It did. It really did. Uh, the other game, though, from Saturday, Packers 49ers. This game was yep. a lot closer than I thought it was going to be, honestly. I, I mean, projected this game. I mean, I picked the Packers to win. Yeah. Um, they sh- 
really should have. They had multiple opportunities. They missed two kicks, two field goals. Mm-hmm. Um, during that game, 49ers squeaked by for 24-21. Uh, ended up being a great game. Like I said, if the Packers could have made their field goals, we you know we might be seeing the Packers in this game, uh, which is crazy to think about. Jordan Love, great game. Um, he's definitely going to get a big contract with the Packers. Um, I, I think he'll 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 be their guy. In my opinion, he's he, he looked very good. Uh, he's twenty one for thirty four, one hundred ninety four yards, two touchdowns. Of course, the last interception hurt, um, but he was just trying to make a play at that moment. You're just yeah. trying to make a play, so can't really throw that one on him. Um, he did have one pick earlier in the, in the game. Um, it happens. Uh, Aaron Jones, stud. Yeah. Uh, Eighteen carries, one hundred eight yards. One of his best games yes. uh, in playoffs, easily. <laughs> Um, you go to the other side of the ball, uh, Brock Purdy uh, is 23 for 39, 252 yards, one touchdown. Christian McCaffrey does it again, uh, 17 carries, 98 yards, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. George Kittle, yeah. four receptions, 81 yards, one touchdown. You know, a lot of times George Kittle gets overlooked as tight end. I, I think a lot of people forget about George Kittle. Oh, yeah. Um, he's, he's easily one of your top tight ends in the league. He's, he's um, neck, in my opinion, he's neck and neck with Travis Kelsey as far as tight end. Yeah, I mean, I put him up there. Yeah. Um, and I, I will say this, too. Up, up and coming, we mentioned him earlier since he's not on the – well, we are going to talk about the Bills, but Kincaid yeah. uh, will be will be the next uh, big tight end. And him and um, Laporta, the other the – Oh, yeah, the Sam, Sam Laporta. Yeah. Iowa. Yeah, so we got Iowa the lines put, coming up. That's George Kittle came from Iowa, Laporta, yep. Iowa. I think Kincaid came from Iowa. Yeah, I, I think look, you're I right. Let me look at that. I, want, I don't want to get somewhere out. somewhere Midwest. I think it was Iowa. I think that's right. He's good. Yeah, very good. Let's just scroll over. He's been good all season too. Like not just he played college games, football I mean. in San Diego and Utah. Oh, Kincaid did, but uh, Kittle and uh, Laporta are from Iowa. Hmm. Yeah, Iowa tied in you. Apparently so. Uh, yeah, but 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 uh, turnovers settled this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the missed field goals settled the game. Uh, again, Jordan Love was desperate at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, but that's that comes with how young he is too. He's just trying to make a play. He still had a lot, you know, minute thirty eight left on the clock or something like that. I think this throw game, the ball, throw the ball away there and just you know let it go. I think it was third down. I can't remember. It was third, third or fourth? Third. Yeah. So yeah, try to make you know don't try to squeeze it. Just throw it out of bounds and then hopefully next play you get it. I think. Uh, Again, I think we uh, see the value of a kicker come this time of the year. I mean, it. I know we're going to talk about the Bills game. They had issues with their punter. Sam Martin was hurt. He couldn't punt the ball at all last night. It was terrible. It was killing him on field position. Got to have a good kicker. A kicker is, becomes – this is where the kick – this is where you go get your kicker for, for moments like these for the playoffs. And Absolutely. That's what made the Patriots so good. Adam and Terry, he didn't miss. He don't miss. I mean, just Justin Tucker. Yeah, Justin Tucker, another one. I mean, it's just – it's the teams that usually have the – the good quarterback, the good defense, and the good kicker. You have those three, you're usually going to make a deep playoff run. You're elite, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I was hoping the Packers were going to win that game. I wanted to I see some to. chaos, and I definitely wanted to see them win just for the fact that at this point, if the Lions win, the Lions get to host the NFC Championship game. I thought that would have just been really cool. But Lions and Packers, yeah. Unfortunately, that's not Packers weren't supposed to be here yet either. Nope. Let's just be hey, honest. The Packers they were, were projected at all. They were like – Three and six at some point. Yeah, they were three and six, and then won the rest of their games, or lost Correct, their last, yeah. lost two out of there. So, yeah, yeah. Jordan I mean, left balled out last half season. They did, but let's move from on. Christmas on, yeah, Christmas on, really it good. was the game changer. That, Christmas, that, Christmas. I think they they I won back, won a big game on I, Christmas. I, I go back. Sure. No, you're thinking Thanksgiving when they beat when they the beat the Lions. Lions that yeah. defense. That's when it yeah. turned the whole the whole season changed. Whole right season there. turned around right yep. there. Yep. But moving on to Sunday, yesterday, uh, Tampa Bay versus Detroit. That that that. 
that game, that atmosphere in Detroit, Eminem. True. Loudest place they ever said. Let me tell what I need to happen. I need them to come out next week in Sam, in Sam Fran. Eminem, walking them out. That'd Jared Goff on one side, Hutchinson on the other side. Eminem rapping. Uh, That'd be sick. Yeah, just coming out. Just get Detroit hyped up. I mean, I know it's in Sam Fran, but just get, get them going. I think that would be cool. But, yeah, Detroit. They won. They're legit. They, They're they, legit. Good teams find a way to win, and that's what happened. Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers, they did everything. Baker left it all out there on the field. I thought He really did. Honestly, it was probably one of Baker's, I think, best games. It showed, really good. showed why it was so good. I know you got the stats, but I'll just go ahead and go over them here. Baker was yep. 26 for 41 for 349 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. That last one cost he, game, but it, it did. Is, it, he was trying to make a play. He was trying, trying to make play. That's the thing I think hurts Baker the most. He gets in a situation he feels like everything has to be on him. And I think that's just because yeah. of his journey through from being a walk-on, working his way up through Texas Tech, not having to go to Oklahoma, and then what's happened to him yeah. through the NFL. I just think he gets in those moments and he feels like, I got to do everything here. If I don't, then nobody else will. But, yeah, he forced that last pick. But, again, he had 349 yards, three touchdowns. I'm going to say one interception because I'm not going to count that last one because yeah. it just ripped his heart out. Big thing I think Tampa Bay needs to look at for next year, they got to find a run game. Especially if you keep Baker, you get a run game and let this dude run some play action. That that's going to be big. Mike Evans, I know there's Another a lot of lot of stellar game. A lot of people will uh, criticize him for drops, but I mean he had eight receptions, 147 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Kate Otten, he had uh, five receptions, 65 yards, one touchdown. My favorite receiver on the Buccaneers, Chris Godwin. He had four catches for 40 yards. He does a lot of the dirty work. He's the guy out there getting the blocks for the run game. He's the guy out there when Mike Evans catches the pass. He's in front of him lead blocking. Love Chris Godwin. But on the other side of the ball, I mean, Jared Goff, that boy's playing with a chip on his shoulder. He went 30 for 43 for 287, two touchdowns, no interceptions. And then – I'm on Ross St. Brown. <sighs> yes. God, what a guy. Yes. I mean, how do you let nine other receivers get drafted ahead of this guy? He's good. He's I mean, good. absolutely. I mean, I, he was good at USC when he was there. I mean, he made USC decent when he was there. And, I mean, he, he had nine receivers get drafted ahead of him. Sam Laporta, nine receptions, 65 yards. <laughs> uh, Gibbs. Yeah. He looks like that a wide receiver. I mean, that whole that – whole, it, it goes down – it goes back to the quarterback, too. Goff's making this happen. Yeah, I mean, Goff's making it happen. I mean, you look at Laporta and Gibbs, two rookies drafted in the first – Gibbs was drafted – uh, in the first round, Laporta was drafted 34th overall, the second pick in the uh, second round. And they're literally – they're carrying this team at times. I mean, they're giving golf weapons. I mean, yeah. Gibbs out here looks like McCaffrey. Seven, uh, nine carries for 74 yards, a touchdown, and then catching four passes for 40 yards. I mean, yeah. that's Christian McCaffrey type stuff. I mean, but on the other side of the ball, the Lions defense, that secondary is good. really, really good. Uh, Brian Branch. Under, underrated, too. Rookie, Brian Branch out of uh, Alabama. He was drafted in the fifth round. He led him in tackles. He had one sack. And then uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson has just brought a hype from – he was with the Eagles when they were on the way to the Super Bowl last year. He came to Detroit this year and changed that whole defense up. And then you got Adrian Hutchinson two years ago, Michigan native. I didn't think he was that good at college. He comes to the NFL and he's a force. I mean, it was just – that was the That's big difference. Goes. That was the big difference here is this uh, – and Jack Campbell, Iowa linebacker, another rookie. I mean hmm. – this Lions team is going to be special if they can keep this going. And it's, they got it's a great coach. It's fun to see. Their first time they've won a play. First time they had back, first time since ninety one, right? Yeah, first time since ninety one. First time they've ever hosted back two playoff games in the same year. Yeah. Uh, There's another stat too. Uh, Caleb was telling me this morning. It's like nineteen fifty eight to nineteen ninety one. They went to the playoffs twice, maybe. Yes. 
or something. I mean, they won, like, the, they won the Super Bowl in 1957. They went once, sorry, in between yeah. that. And then and this year they went more, or they played more playoff games than their diary. And to add to your number three hot take, since 1991-1992, when the Cowboys won their last Super Bowl, the Lions now have more playoff wins than the Cowboys since 92. That's hilarious. That's so, hilarious. So uh, they have two wins. The Cowboys have one playoff win since their last Super Bowl win. <laughs> Sorry. And um, Dan Campbell was a former Cowboy. And Dan Campbell was on the Detroit Lions when they didn't win a single game. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those years. Everybody, I mean, everybody used to talk about how bad the Lions were. Yeah. And I mean, um, I love seeing it. I, right now, that, I think the Lions have America. Like everybody wants the Lions to win. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just how I feel. Like I feel like America's behind Detroit on that one. Um, big thing to this game too, though, was turnovers. Um, you can't turn the ball over. You know, Lions protect the ball, Bucks didn't. Right. Um, so obviously, that's that's really the main difference because the Lions total yards was three ninety one, but Tampa had more yards and time of possession. Tampa finished the game off with four hundred eight total yards. Um, and credit Baker Mayfield for majority of that because he absolutely tore it up. But um, yeah, Tampa, Tampa, watch out for Tampa. I mean, they win that division. Easily they got, they got some year. pieces they need to fix up, but they get it fixed. Got to fix, got to fix right. that run game. Yeah, yeah. got to fix that run game. Keep letting Baker do what he's doing. I mean, it's obviously working. Um, yeah. yeah, I like, I like it. Um, I like, the, I like the little shakeups. Before we leave the lines here, though, I just want to say, you know, Dan Campbell has no coordinating experience. He's never been a coordinator of any kind. He was a tight end coach. He was he's inter- a leader. He was he's a inter- leader. Yeah, he's a he's a leader. He's a motivator. He make you run run through a wall. And I love listening to his post game, like when he's talking to the team, man. Yes, and I mean it. Just it, it, his energy feeds straight into those players. And I'll be honest, that's that's probably my opinion. That's the greatest coaching hire we we've seen in the last 20, 20 years in the NFL. Just for other Mike Tomlin. I, I mean Tomlin's what Tom, Tomlin's been there seventeen years. Seventeen, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I put Tomlin up there in that. I, I put. I mean, yeah, obviously, but but where the lines were, and True. I mean, Tom, Tomlin had from. Tomlin had coaching experience. You just brought a dude in there and just knows how to motivate people. Like, yeah, he almost works. makes me like. I, I was three seconds away the other day after listening to one of his speeches, taking my Broncos <laughs> stuff and sitting in the yard buying line stuff. Like, that's just where I was at. Yeah. So, I mean, well, let's be honest. We all know how this goes. Like, it'll be like lines are really good this year. Next year, terrible. <laughs> so Breaks not. off. Let's hope, let's hope not. not. I don't I, think so. I, I hope not either. But we'll see. But we'll see. big big game though was last night. Bills Chiefs. Yeah, huge game. <sighs> I didn't like the outcome. You, you talk about it because I can't talk about Absolutely the Chiefs. Absolutely not. Yeah, I can't stand it. Chiefs win the game again. 27-24 to improve 3-0, and like we mentioned, against the Bills. They've won now in 21, 22, and 24. So last year they didn't play each other. Uh, Patty Wine Mahomes with 17-23, 215 yards, two touchdowns. Uh um, Isaiah, um, Pacheco, say his last Pacheco. Name? Pa- Pacheco, thank you. 15 carries, 97 yards, one touchdown. That's really the biggest difference maker. Um, Travis Kelsey finally gets a TD first, first since week 11. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually had two touchdowns. Um, he couldn't do that for all you fantasy players throughout the season, but um, he can do it in playoffs. So two touchdowns there. Josh Allen, decent game, 26 uh, for 39, 186 yards, one touchdown, 12 carries for 72 yards um, and two touchdowns. I did – uh, say, um, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I told some people, um, if you're doing any betting or parlay and bet that Josh Allen's going to score on the ground, because um, he's done it now for like four or five games in a row. Um, he can't so, yeah, do it anymore. He can't do it anymore. Don't bet him now. Um, he's out. <sighs> but the uh, game came down to final plays. Um, couldn't ask for a better game other than to have the Bills, in my opinion, pull it off for once. Uh, both teams were almost dead even on stats. Bills finished with 368 total yards. Chiefs finished with 361, so seven-yard difference. Uh, Tyler Bass, got to make the field goal, man. 
Josh Allen, though, this is what I wanted to come back to. I think it was second and eight or third and eight. I can't remember. Second and eight or third and eight. Third and eight, you had two minutes left on the clock still, minute 58, whatever. It's still plenty of time, two timeouts. Diggs runs an in route, like seven yards in, wide open, and he goes for the end zone pass. He goes for a touchdown. He had Diggs wide open. You hit Diggs. You hit Diggs there. He gets you a first down. I mean, you probably gonna score a touchdown because now you're within a 10, 10 yards. I even go to another play there before they kick or twenty the yards. Goal. Sorry, before they missed the field goal. That third down, he went to run the football to the outside. Kincaid was wide open in the middle, posted up right on the first down. All he had to do was just dip it, just toss it to him. He was there. Been a first. He down. didn't see it though. And I mean, he just again. I think it goes back to that. That, that was the moment. Like that. That. That's. The I moment. mean, that's the plays that you see Patrick Mahomes make. He makes that throw. He sees. I was literally. Guy. I was sitting on the couch and I could see how wide open Diggs was. Yeah. That tells you, like he, the dude was wide open. When I go back to this uh, too on this, it just kills me. This uh, to the Chiefs, Marquez Valdez Scantley, two receptions, sixty-two yards. That was huge for them because outside of. Uh, uh, Travis Kelsey, they didn't have nothing in the receiving core. But on the flip side, it was just as bad and atrocious. Atrocious? Wow, that mm-hmm. sounds weird. On the Bills side, I mean, Dalton Kincaid, five receptions, 45 yards. And then Khalil Shakura, he had seven receptions for 44 yards. And then Latavius Murray, your, back, your third string running back, was your third leading receiver, 27 yards. You notice I haven't said Stephon Diggs. He had three yeah. catches for 21. I mean, he hit Diggs. I mean, he, Diggs should have had a, Diggs a had, great game. He dropped two passes. He had eight targets and three receptions. Yeah, okay. So he dropped more than I realized. Yeah, but, um, but he dropped a big one there when he threw that ball down. I mean, it's literally in his arm. Yeah. That would have that swung the game, too. Because yeah. they had just recovered that fumble in the end zone. They just got the ball back. So they lucked up there, and he hit that deep pass. And the thing that got me here. Right the, on the money, dude. I mean, this goes back to my hot take on why I think McDermott's a problem. Like, all these last couple of years, it's been like, man, if Josh Allen just had a run game, they had a running back. And they just yeah. – they, well, they had a run game. Ja- I mean, but, had, James, but, yeah. James Cook has been dominating running the ball. Like, dominating. I mean, he's been the leading rusher in the NFL since week uh, 10. They've since had they it. Switched offensive coordinator. Yeah, since Joe yep. Brady took over. And then in this game, Josh Allen's your leading rusher. Yeah, 72 yards. Can't have yeah. that. No, you don't see that's, why they got rid of, that's why they got rid of Singletary. Yeah. Um, and now look at yeah. Singletary with the Texans. Yeah, he had a good season. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I hate it, but. I would love to see that Bill Belichick, man. I hope that happens. I don't know. We'll see. I, see I, I, I'd be a quarterback. That'd be a team. That'd be a team for Belichick. I still lean toward him going to the Because they're, they're right here, man. They're right here. All right, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're they there. get past the Chiefs. They're, I think they're in Super Bowl, like I said. I really do. I think they're, they've won. It's something, about, it's something about the Chiefs with them. It's like they're kryptonite to Superman. Yeah. Nah. I mean, understand. It it's like the Colts when they couldn't get by the Patriots. When they had Peyton. It's like Tom mm-hmm. Brady. He couldn't get by Denver when he had to play in Denver. Like, I mean, that, every team has it's their Just certain things, yeah. Man, I think I think the Chiefs are the Bills. Yeah. <sighs> Always next year. Hang in there. <laughs> Funny. Bill <laughs> Rex Ryan is saying Belichick to Buffalo is a possibility. Really? I've seen it on here. It just popped up as an article to read. <laughs> but, Man. But anyway, let's look ahead, though, man. we got some yeah. conference championship games. Uh, we won't make – you want to make picks now or do you want to hold that off till Thursday's episode? Or do you um, want to wait and do our pick? Let's do a pick live game. Uh, well, we won't be live for the second game. Um, it's look, it's going to be Ravens Chiefs that we go live for. So we'll make a pick. I don't care. I don't care to go ahead and do I, – I mean, people should know who I'm cheering for based off her – Feedback already, right? Um, but no, who you cheering for? So you think is going to win? Yeah, I won't give a score prediction until Thursday. Okay, 
but anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll say who I think will win tonight. Let's do a preview here, though. We got the first game, or be the, the light game, with the six thirty game on Fox. Sure, the Lions versus the 49ers. What do you think about this one? Yeah, I like this matchup. I uh, really like both teams on offense. I think they both got really good uh, offensive teams. Uh, very fun to watch, especially the 49ers when McCaffrey gets going. Um, but I like the lines in this matchup because everyone's picking San Fran. Uh, ESPN analytics give the 49ers a 74.1% chance as of this morning uh, to win uh, since it is a home game for them um, and head to their second Super Bowl under Kyle Shanahan. Lions are left with a 25.9% chance to win the road um, and take home their first NFS, NFC title. Their first. I said that. This, this, yeah. this would be their first NFC title. Wow. Uh, keys to win this game for Detroit. Uh, slow down McCaffrey, force Brock Purdy into bad decisions. Um, if we see the game that Brock had against the Ravens on Christmas where he had four interceptions, game's over. Um, so that's the thing. You got to get him you gotta get him off the tractor. You got to get him off the farm. You got to make this guy throw interceptions. Keys for the 49ers to win this game. Continue to dominate on offense. Feed the ball to McCaffrey and have Kittle and one Jennings punch. And try to get Debo Samuel, if he's healthy, I try to get him more involved, but I don't think we will with the injury. Um, so, Juan Jennings has really stepped up in that in that secondary role um, behind Kittle. Last game we saw it. Um, yeah, and there is no shutting down him, I don't think. Well, you know, cause I like that. Went to, uh, went to Tennessee. Like, you went silent there. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to Tennessee. Did I just turn you down? Anyway, you're, you're trying to, yeah, you just started. Really yeah, I heard, I heard it go at, a little bit in and out myself. Okay. I was like, oh, I just lost the internet. <laughs> anyway, uh, I like that. Uh, I do think uh, my X factors for this game on uh, the Detroit side of the ball is going to be Gibbs. I think Gibbs has got to be – I think he's got everything McCaffrey might do. I think he's got to be one step better than McCaffrey on the offensive side. Jared Goff cannot have any turnovers in this game. He has turnovers. I don't – the Lions have a chance. Uh, mm. I will say, though, that you get the ball to uh, St. Brown. You feed him the ball. He had 119 receptions this year for 115 or 1,515 yards, 10 touchdowns. Yeah. On, on the on the defensive side of the ball, I think it's Adrian Hutchinson and C.J. Gardner Johnson. I think this is their game. I think Adrian Hutchinson has to get pressure on Brock Purdy. I'm not saying you got to force him into interceptions, but you've got to hit him. You'll like and mess with him a little bit. Get in his head, tap on him, play, play like Max Crosby or uh, Mason Crosby does. No, Max Crosby oh, does Max. For, yeah, uh, Max. for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Get back there and just get in his head. Even if you ain't getting the sack on him, get back there and just get in his head because I think you can rattle Brock Purdy. Uh, and then just force – I mean, Gardner Johnson's going to make a play, whether that's interception or he's going to make a big hit. I think that's the X factor for them. On the other side, though, for the 49ers, uh, obviously Christian McCaffrey. But the guy I think that needs to step up is their leading receiver and Brandon Ayuk. Uh, he has 75 mm-hmm. receptions on the year for 1,345 yards, seven touchdowns. He did nothing last week, and I think if Brandon Ayuk could step up and then Jawan Jennings can continue what he's been doing with George Kittle, it's going to be really tough to stop all three of them. But you got to get Ayuk going because if he don't get going, then it's a whole lot harder, it's a whole lot easier to slow down Jennings and uh, George Kittle. Uh, the other thing, the Lions have got to, in my opinion, you've got to focus on George Kittle and Jennings inside the red zone because those two dudes are huge. That's two big targets, mm-hmm. and Purdy loves to throw it up to those guys. Ayuk is your big play guy. Jennings and Kittle is your I-need-a-touchdown, throw-it-up-here-it-is kind of guy. Uh, yeah. On the other side, though, on the defensive side for the 49ers, Chase Young. Everybody talks about Bosa, 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 Bosa. I think Chase Young, I think this game is the one. He needs to come in and say, this is why the uh, Niners went and got me. 
I need to step up and I think he needs to get back there. And I think I don't think he needs to rattle golf. I think he needs to hit golf. He needs to get some sacks. They need to bring golf down. They need to inflict some pain on Jared Goff because in years past, you hit Jared Goff. He does not do he's like Patrick Holmes. You start hitting him, he don't do good with it. He's like Tom Brady, you start hitting him, he don't do good with it. So I think you gotta hit him. He can take the trash talk. You gotta hit him. You gotta show, hey, I'm gonna be back here all day. And I think they do that. I think the 49ers can win this game. But I think if on the other side, like I said, if the Lions can do what I said, I think the Lions can win this game as well. I like that. I like that take a lot. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to that game. Um, yeah, going to be a good one. But 3 o'clock game, the game we're going live for, we got the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes' second ever road playoff game uh, in Baltimore against the Ravens. Um, you started the last one off. I'll start this one. Uh, sure. For me, the X factor for the Chiefs here uh, is uh, Rice, the wide receiver for them. I, I was mm. thinking scantily there for a minute, but uh, hold on, I need to get their roster pulled up. I don't get his name exactly right. Uh, uh, Rasheed, Rasheed Rice out of SMU, rookie. He really stepped up down the stretch for them, became probably Patrick Mahomes' best target on the year because Kelsey was just dropping passes. We know what Tony was doing. The other X factor on that offensive side of the ball outside of Patrick Mahomes is Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco has to have 100 yards rushing. If he has 100 yards rushing, I think the Chiefs win this game because if he's rushed for 100 yards, Mahomes is going to get his passes. Mahomes is going to get those touchdowns. So I think that's a X factor for them. On the defensive side of the ball, it's easy uh, for everybody to say Chris Jones, Chris Jones. Because I mean, he's a force on that defensive line. But for me, it's definitely uh, Reed. Uh, he is a thunderous hitter. Their safety. He gets a big hit, rattle, get a fumble. If they can force a turnover on defense, just one turnover, getting Lamar Jackson's head. I think the big thing here is if Lamar starts running and they can just get a big hit on Lamar, get Lamar to say, force Lamar to stay in the pocket. If they can force him to stay in that pocket, keep him from scrambling around. Chiefs win this game easy if they have the 100 yards rushing on the other side of the ball. But for the Ravens, they just got to do their game. If they Lamar Jackson is the X factor because outside of that offense, they don't really have that much. I mean, Zay Flowers is a very good wide receiver, great draft pick by them. But Lamar has to get Lamar has to get outside the pocket. He has to either run the football like he did last week, or he has to get outside the pocket and get that ball to Zay Flowers or Mark Andrews. Don't know if Odell's playing or not. I haven't checked their injury report. I'll know more about that on Thursday. On the defensive side of the ball, Roquan Smith. He needs to become Ray Lewis. He needs to lead that defense, and he needs to get all over uh, Patrick Mahomes. He needs to be in Patrick Mahomes' face the entire game, and they have to chip. Travis Kelsey. I don't care if the, it's a run play. I don't care if the ball don't even go to Travis Kelsey. When that ball snap, they better put a shoulder in that gut every time because you can't let Travis Kelsey run wild on you. So I think those things happen. The Ravens win. On the other side, I think if those things happen, I think the Chiefs win. So I like that. Yeah. Uh, the Ravens right now are three and a half point favorite over the Chiefs uh, for the AFC title betting. Uh, Baltimore is minus 165 on the money line, while Kansas City is plus 140. Again, guys, that's today. Uh, these numbers are going to change throughout the week. I'm just trying to give you a projection what Vegas is thinking right now. Uh, the total point total is set to 44.5 points right now. Yep. So Still if you want to go ahead and get locked in on some of those bets, um, I'd probably take some of those. those are, there's some good money out there to be made. Uh, I like the Ravens in this matchup. Uh, I feel like Lamar could disrupt the Chiefs' outstanding defense. Uh, but on the other side of the ball, the Ravens have the best defense in the league. Um, you know, their numbers don't lie. Uh, I did have a score right down here. I'm not going to say it, uh, but the keys to the Ravens winning, you went over a lot of it, so I'm not going to go into all my notes here, but the keys to the Ravens winning, let Lamar play ball. Uh, you know, he 
dilly-dallied around the first half uh, this past game. Um, can't do that against the Chiefs. They'll take advantage of it because they are a second-half team as well. Um, so we're going to see this game come down to the wire, in my opinion. It's going to come down to last play or, or last drive, rather. I think it'll come down like that. Um, should be a very, very good football game. Uh, keys to Chiefs winning, shut down – or sorry, keys to the Ravens winning, um, shut down Travis Kelsey. Uh, cannot let him score touchdowns. Can't, can't let him uh, score two touchdowns like they you know, did the past week. Whenever Kelsey scores, usually the Chiefs win. Um, so, yeah, got to shut down Kelsey. Um, and the, the Chiefs, for them to win – uh, Patrick Mahomes needs to have no turnover game, um, and they got to establish the run game, just like you said, uh, with Pacheco. So, yeah, yeah. Ravens won the last meeting in 2021, 36 to 35. Um, I'm not score project. I'm not going to get my score prediction, but it's going to be close to that probably. I like it. I like it, man. I'm excited about both of these games, even though it's not the teams that I want in the ASC. I mean, obviously, I want my Broncos. You want your Steelers or the Bills. Uh, I'm excited for the Lions game. I'm excited to watch that game. Uh, I'm excited for our live. I think it's going to be a really good live uh, with this game. I'm interested to see which way Ming you go because, and that's another thing. I don't want either. I don't want me and you to cause to decide maybe who we're cheering for in that game. Yeah, got to be unbiased, I guess. Yeah, but I don't want either one. I don't want me and you to. I don't want you to be like, oh man, I'm going all Chiefs, and then me be like, yeah, go Ravens. I want oh, that su- yeah. Sunday. We'll still, we'll see. We'll, yeah, I don't know if I could fake it, even if we tried. I don't know how. I don't know. I probably, how, I prob- I don't I know. probably could. I don't know how. The if you told me to cheer for one of them, I probably could. I don't know how the women so. do it. I don't know how they fake it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. If you fake don't it, know. they make it. I can't fake that. <laughs> right, but yeah, no faking that. Right, guys, that's that's pretty much the end. This one will wrap up our uh, NFL yep. uh, conference championship preview show. I hope y'all enjoyed a little shorter segment, uh, not going over everything, just kind of hitting some stuff. But we do have final thoughts. Uh, Tyler, what's your final thoughts, man? Yeah, final thoughts is uh, make sure you go vote on our Facebook poll for the live mm-hmm. um, and then let us know what you want to see. Um, again, guys, it's the AFC Championship. Uh, you know, we, after that comes the Super Bowl. Uh, so if you all tune in and we have really good feedback and everything on the live on the on the AFC Championship, I'm sure uh, we'll try to go live for the Super Bowl. And again, we'll go live for pretty much every major uh, sport event. I'd like to go live for the Masters or something this year, something crazy. Yeah. Just uh, something oh, different. dude. Uh, like we round four. Can, we can set up the Masters outside. Start start at like hole 12, you know, when we're on hole 12, if it's really close and go live, you know. I, but, I like um, yeah, something different. But, yeah, just make sure y'all are tuning in. Again, guys, we're trying to hit 500 followers. Um, so please give us a follow on Facebook if you haven't already. So that's my final thoughts. Awesome. Uh, we, we talked about before we went live on this show, started recording. We are going to start uh, reaching out to some people about getting them on the show, whether that's a segment or two or the whole entire show, whatever. Uh, also, uh, I've been doing some thinking too. I'm thinking about maybe changing some scenery around and maybe doing our podcast a little different than other made him boasting in the computer desk, kind of like what we've experimented with here and there, see what's going on. But my true final thoughts is uh, this is a big moment with my childhood, something I've never, I never will forget on this day in 2006, Kobe Bryant scored 81 points mm. and the game was called by Stuart Scott, which was my favorite sports uh, center announcer of all time. Both of them, Sir Scott, people don't know. He used to say the famous thing, you're cooler than the other side of the pillow. He said about Kobe all the time. Obviously, Kobe and his uh, daughter Gigi died tragically in a helicopter crash, and Sir Scott died from a, his four-year battle of cancer. But I was watching that video today, and it was literally Stuart Scott doing the highlights immediately after the game, and just Kobe, 81 points. Like, it's the most points ever scored in a game outside of Wilt Chamberlain. I remember, and I remember that game. 
That's crazy. Yep, it was against the Raptors, and it was just it's been that long. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was crazy to see, and it was just it kind of gave me chills. I was like, man, that at that time I didn't realize. I mean, I knew it was a big moment, but just I just watching greatness. Yeah, yeah. and just. From two and then Scott going over the highlights and it was just incredible. Actually, we'll share that clip on our Facebook after we get done with this because uh, I just thought it was yeah. really cool. But again, like he said, guys, get on there, get on our Facebook, vote for what game you want us to go live for. Right now, it's looking like Ravens Chiefs. Uh, get out there. I'd be okay if y'all want to switch that up. Just say it. <laughs> yeah, but, y'all want to switch that up. Yeah, but hey, <laughs> you guys get out there, get the vote. Be sure, guys, if you haven't already, go on our Facebook page, hit the three dots, go over and hit invite all, invite all your friends. We're really trying to hit that 500 follower mark. It'd be huge for us. Help us with that algorithm. Help us get out there and uh, just become a bigger podcast because that's, that's our ultimate goal. But uh, we do appreciate everything. You guys are the best. That's all I've got. Hope you all have a great wonderful Tuesday. We'll be back with you recording on Wednesday. We'll be back with a new episode on Thursday. Y'all have a good one. Take care, gals. See y'all. Bye.